Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for God, glory to God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And once again, we're coming to you live from the city of Atlanta, Georgia. And and this is a blessed day. You know, we thank God for yet another day and yet another year, yet another decade. And uh, we're coming to you with nothing but the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Uh Today I have my sister Catherine with me, and I have my brother Yesher with me. I'm going to let them introduce themselves right now. And uh, Brother Yesher? Shalom, shalom, shalom. How you doing, sir? Glory to God. What's going on in the kingdom? Not a whole lot, man. Striving to, to perfect the law, striving to perfect the commandments like in Revelation say that we need to do. And being a blessing on this wonderful, peaceful, restful day. So, Shabbat Shalom from your brother Yashir. Shalom, Shalom. All right. And you know I'm going to ask you to tell them tell them about your name, about Kyle and about Yashir. Yes, sir. Uh, Ma, I was a preacher's kid. And just like all black families, they name their children Hebrew names and don't be known. So my grandmother named me Kyle. And Kyle is the two Hebrew words. Kai, which means life in Hebrew. And El, which means mighty one in Hebrew. So my name is Life of Elohim. But then he set me in a, in a family where a pastor was the, was the leader of the home, so all I knew was the word. And he spoke to me. He changed my name to, to, to Yashir, which means upright, church, or straight. So then he called me the upright life of Elohim. And so my name was Yashir uh, Kael, Ben Yisrael, son of Israel. And that's what the Father has made me to be. And I thank him for it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And, you know, there's power in a name. There's power in a name. You know, let's talk about the name. Let's talk about the name of, of, of Yeshua, of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and people, let me tell you something. Christ is not a name. Christ is a title. Talk right. about that a little bit. Yes, sir. Christ just means anointed one. Christ yeah. is the same word as Messiah. Messiah just means anointed one. To be honest with you, there were many anointed ones in our family. David was anointed. Every king was anointed. They were all messiahs. But there is one name above all names, one name under heaven, given among men, for whereby we must be saved. And so these devils decided, these devils decided to go into Revelation and 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 fulfill Revelation to say they would think to change or fill the book of Daniel and Revelation. They would think to change the times and laws and decided to take the powerful name, but it's able to make a demon release you 
is able to break a yoke and a chain called Yahoshua and change it to Jesus, the son of Zeus. Jesus, which means Jesus or son of Zeus, because certain people worship these demonic entities and they had to take the power from your mouth. So they changed his name in something called the Council of Nicaea, where they changed the Sabbath day. And they also changed the name of the Messiah to take the power away okay. from the people. Okay, okay. You hit you just you just led right into our point for this broadcast today. Okay. Uh Sister Catherine, can you go ahead and, and okay and talk about how they how they change the Sabbath from Saturday, which was the seventh day, to Sunday, which is the first day. Okay, greetings, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be here today. I want to read to you, as um, Apostle said, that the resurrection of Jesus is the Christian belief that God raised Jesus after his crucifixion, uh, starting uh, with his exalted life as Christ the Lord. This is the foundation first of the faith and commemorated by and is commemorated by Easter following of Easter. So, seven. 321, Roman Emperor Constance I issued a civil decree, decree Constantine the first mm-hmm. issued a civil decree making Sunday a day of rest from labor. Mm-hmm. All city people and all craftsmen shall rest upon the respected day of Sunday. However... Okay, hold on. And, and right there, y'all, you know, that, that Sunday, which was Sunday, was mm-hmm. the day that the Roman that the Roman government that the Roman nation that they had set aside as their day of worship, and if they were going to accept, you know, this what they call Christianity uh, as mm-hmm. their religion, they decided they were going to use their day instead of the Sabbath day. Go ahead. And it's also uh, I want to say that Constantine the Constantine. first Constantine the first was a sun worshiper. Sunday. People have to realize, and mm-hmm. this, this day he called a day of respect, mm-hmm. um, and people started um, worshiping on Sunday. Um, but 300 years before, you know, they were worshiping on Saturday, Saturday. on the Saturday, right. on the Sabbath day. So following that, then the Pope came behind Constantine and declared it Sunday as the day of worship. As the holy day, so we got two things in play. We got man who is changing the law of God, and people are following. So you know the question. Okay, you know, can you read the uh, Jeremiah? Which chapter? Uh, where it said they would seek to change the. Uh, oh, that was um. Daniel. That, yeah, Daniel. that was Daniel. I'm sorry. You want to change Daniel. the times and laws? That's yep. right. That was Daniel. Go ahead. Um, Daniel 7 and 25. That's right. Daniel 7 and 25. Uh, hold one second. Okay, so this was a prophecy that came to pass. Um, Daniel 7 25 foretold, and he shall speak great words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and mm-hmm. think to change times and laws. This was a prophecy by Daniel. So this has came to pass that they have changed the law of God and changed the Sabbath. 
And that's a sin, according to our to the Hebrew Bible. That is a sin against God. So we have to really, you know, think about the sin. What are we doing on Saturday? I mean, on Sunday, we are desecrating the Sabbath day. That's right. That is right. And it's because of this. I'm looking for this verse. And it's the 20th chapter. It's, I believe it's uh, Zephaniah 20 and 20, and it talks about the seal. See, the devil could not allow you into this kingdom. It's all about changing your ability to get into this kingdom of the Father. And so the Father says that there's going to be certain people who's going to have his name and his son's name written on their forehead, and they're going to be sealed for the kingdom. And then there's going to be a certain other people who going to have the number of the devil written on their forehead who's going to mm. be sealed for the lake of fire. And I'm looking for the scripture, and it says it plainly that it's in 20 and 20. It's in a book. I think it's, it's going to come to me. It's going to come to me, and I'm going to find you. Don't you worry about okay. it. It's going to come. But it says that the seal of the Sabbath day is, is the seal that is going to allow you into the kingdom. In the book of Hebrews, it says that, he told, they asked him about, they, they asked the Messiah about the Sabbath day. And they said, well, you know, some, some had the ability to know about the Sabbath, but they didn't want to enter in the Sabbath and didn't get themselves entered into the kingdom because they broke the Sabbath day. So the devil had to do simple things because he could not beat you. He could not beat you. So he joined you and created his own religious system called the Catholic Church and decided to control the world through the Catholic Church, which they still do today through the Roman Catholic Church, who controls all things, all entities on earth bow to the Pope. I don't care if we're watching the Super Bowl and the Pope got something to say, everything going to stop when the Pope get on TV. The same thing the New Testament was talking about. They was talking about the Roman Empire, which had the beast who, who received the deadly wound, who stopped ruling the world, and then all of a sudden got his, his wound healed and got back in control of the world, which is what Daniel is talking about. But I'm going I'm to hand it off to you. I'm going to research this scripture, sir. But as it, it is stated, okay. they thought to change the times and laws. And as she said, Emperor Constantine, Constantinople, who was a sun god worshiper as the pagans did, changed the Sabbath in something called the Council of Nicaea, where the daughter of Zion was reading. You can Google that for yourself and find it. Okay, go ahead, uh, um, uh, Catherine, and finish uh, finish reading to us what uh, what you have there. Okay, so in a in one of the Catholic magazines, uh, the Catholic Church wrote in one of their magazines, and it was called the um, the uh, the the Enright Catholic Church. Uh, magazine. And in that magazine, the Catholic Church wrote, the Catholic Church says, by my divine power, I abolish the Sabbath day and command you to keep holy the first day of the week. Wow. And lo, the entire civilization, you hear that, bro? the entire civilized world bows down in reverence, obedience to the command of the Holy Catholic Church. Wow. So the Pope has the power to change times. And that's aggregate laws. And that's what he, all things, even the precepts of Christ. That's what he Paul thinks. has the authority and has often exercised it to dispense with the command of Christ. Now, now I'm going to put a disclaimer out here. Now, those of you that are believers in God, you're 
blood washed saints and you happen to be assigned to the Catholic Church because I know a brother who who God who came from the full gospel church and God sent him into the Catholic Church to work the works of God to preach the gospel. Um, you know, this is in no way an an attack on you and your religious belief or anything like that. But we are admonishing you to come ye out from among them and be ye separate. You know, if you're a blood washed believer, you are saint. You believe in the you believe in the word of God. Then we're bringing you we're bringing you the facts right now, and it's up to you to judge those facts and to come out. And to come out of that deception, and that go for the Baptist Church, that go for the Methodist Church, that go for the Pentecostal Church, that go for you so-called full gospel ministries that are out here. You are worshiping in error, and it's time for you to come out. Go ahead, sister. Okay, so um, but before before you go on, ma'am, can I can I can I give you some verses that go now, back to what you said? Thank you, Father. Ezekiel, the 20th chapter, and the 12th verse says, Moreover, also I gave them my Sabbaths to be a sign between me and them, that they might know that I am Yahuwah, Yahuwah, or in the King James Version, the, the Lord, that sanctified them. But look at verse 20. This verse 20, Ezekiel 20 and 20. And hollow, or make holy, my Sabbaths, and they shall be a sign between me and you, that you may know that I am Yahweh, your Elohim. Notwithstanding, the children rebelled against me. They walked not in my statutes, never kept my judgments to do them, which if a man do, he shall live in them. They polluted my Sabbath. Then I said, I will pour out my fury upon them to accomplish my anger against them, in the wilderness, and guess what you're going to walk into when this whole system falls into about? You're going to walk into the wilderness. It's going to be a time where you can't go to Walmart to eat, and you're going to be dependent on the word that you've been taught. But in the midst of the word that you've been taught, the fear is going to be poured upon you because you didn't decide to keep his Sabbath, so says his word in Ezekiel 20 and 12 and in verse 20. Glory to God. Glory to God. But now, you know, you know, you know, the brethren which, which, which I, I I sit on the sit on the uh, in the, the the Baptist Ministerial Alliance. I'm the uh, chairman of outreach for the Baptist Ministerial Alliance, and you know the brothers are continually fall back on when I tell them about you know the worshiping on the Sabbath and keeping the Sabbath day and and uh, about worshiping on Sunday. They fall back to what Paul met with the met with the uh, Met with the saints, and, and and they met on they met on Sunday, and they had the, the feast, you know, they had the dinner and things of that sort, and uh and they were and they were leaning on that to say, well, you know, Paul met with the disciples, met with the with the believers on on Sunday, on the first day, and uh and they had fellowship and they communed on the first day, and I said, yes, they if you follow the word of God, the apostles met every day. And they had fellowship, and they had communion, and they did these things on a continuous basis. All right, so I'm gonna let y'all go ahead. What What do you have, uh, Sister Catherine? Yeah, I just want to say that yeah, Paul did meet on Saturday, but that was 
to break bread. That was not only on Sunday, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't them meeting on the Sabbath. That was them meeting together to break bread, as as, um, you were saying. But uh, another thing I wanted to mention, too, was that for the first 300 years of Christian history, when the Roman emperors uh, regarded themselves as gods, uh, Christianity became an illegal religion. And God's people were scattered abroad. And this was in Acts 8 and 1. Judaism, however, was regarded at that time as legal as long as they obeyed the Roman laws. Um, during the apostolic era, Christians found it convenient to let the Roman authorities think them as Jews, which gained them legitimacy with the Roman government. However, when the Jews rebelled against Rome, the Romans put down their rebellion by destroying Jerusalem. And this was in A.D. in 7 and again again in A.D. 135. Obviously, the Roman government's suppression of the Jews made it increasingly uncomfortable for Christians to be thought of as Jews. At that time, Sunday was the rest, was the rest day of the Roman Empire, whose religion was mitrism, a form of sun worship. So if you're mm-hmm. worshiping on Sunday, then you're considered to be a sun worshiper. Mm-hmm. Sun God worshiper. Yes. Wow. That's what you are. Good God Almighty. But look, let me help you, sir. When you run up on those uh, who like to quote you to Paul all the time, even though the other apostles said they quote Paul incorrectly, they're quoting to you Romans, the third chapter. And this is a loving one because I just had a conversation last night. Uh, verse Romans 3 and 28, but they forget to keep reading, right? They read 38, 23 and 28 and stop. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. See, we don't need the law. That's their quotes, right? Is he, mm-hmm. verse 29, is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also the God of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Seeing it is but one Elohim or one God, which shall justify the circumcision by faith and earth to uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid. Yes, we establish the law. So just because he died for your sins and the sins of the Gentiles and the sins of these people and those people, the law is not to be forbidden. You are still supposed to keep the law of Yah, even though faith has come now to, to resurrect your soul from death. And faith only came because these same people we've been talking about canceled your ability, the Roman Empire, canceled your ability, the, the Greeks before them, canceled your ability to correct, commit the sacrifice to wash the sin from your, to wash the sin away from you through the sacrifice. So you needed to have the faith in the Messiah so his sacrifice can operate on your life through the blood. Now you need to, because you have that in your life, now you need to operate through the rules of the kingdom, which is the law. It's two parts. Okay, but what they're what, what what they're trying to say now is that when Christ came, died, and was resurrected uh-huh. on the third day, that He did away with the law. That we are no that. longer under the law. But every man shall be a liar. But every man, let every man. Matter of fact, back to that that same chapter, sir. I'm gonna get right to what you just said. It says it right here. It says, um, uh, uh, let every man. God forbid that story, sir, what you just said, or what they tell you. Yes, let God be true, but let every man be a liar, as it is written, that you might be justified in the same and might overcome when you are just, when you are judged. The Messiah came to this earth and said, 
Think not that I've come to destroy the law. Well, if the law is not destroyed, if the law of the Sabbath is not destroyed, then the law of the Sabbath is still standing. And also, let us please go to Daniel the ninth chapter, because I'm tired of them lying to the people talking about he died on Good Friday and rose on Good Sunday. You are liar, <laughs> and the truth is not in you, devil. See, the light can't live in you. It is in Daniel, the ninth chapter, in the 26th verse. It say it right here. I'm going to read it to you. And after three score weeks, the Messiah shall be cut off. Hold up. Wait, let me let me get to a nine and 26. Thank you. We thank you for your word. I'm y'all can see your word. Stand. Your word is what's good. Let every man be a liar. Let your word be the truth. Daniel 9 and 26, and after three score and two weeks, which means 62 weeks, shall the Messiah be cut off, but not for himself and for the people of the prince that shall come and destroy the city and the sanctuary, which is the, the, uh, uh, the Greeks who came into the kingdom of Israel and destroyed the altar right there because the Roman Catholic Church was going to come on. The beast system was coming together because the Greeks lost their kingdom or merged their kingdom into the Greek kingdom, and the Roman Empire took over next. Here it is. But not for himself and the people of the prince, the prince of darkness, that shall come, shall destroy the city. We just talked about that. They destroyed the city in 65 B.C. and, and 70 A.D. I'm sorry, 65 A.D. and 70 A.D., the war of Rome and the southern kingdom of Judah, which started the African diaspora. The Catholic Church is the one who sent black slaves all over the world when they won the war. Shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be a flood. And unto the end of, of the war, desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant or contract with many for one week. And in the middle of the week, the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to stop. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even unto the consumption, the marriage, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. He stopped and cut the veil from the priests between being a go-between between the priest to the people. He stopped the, 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 the sacrifices right then and there because he is the ultimate sacrifice when he allowed the Greeks to come in and destroy the temple. And we are telling you that that happened in the middle of the week, not on a Friday because it's not even mathematically correct for a man to say he's going to be in a grave for three days, three nights. But you tell us Friday to Sunday, you are a liar. And that's why people can't take Christians truthfully. This is why the, the, the devil can attack you because you believe in the histories of traditions of men and lives that tell you he died on Friday and rose on Sunday when the book itself tell you he died on Wednesday and got up on the Shabbat day that you better have in your soul. And if you don't have it on your soul, you do not have a seal okay, okay, in your okay. life. Let me, let me read, let me read uh, Matthew 28 and, and, and confirm what you just said. It said, in the end of the Sabbath. Do you all see that? It says, in the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn, toward the first day of the week came Mary Magdalene. See, they wasn't even permitted to move around or do anything, as respecting of the of the of the uh, Sabbath day, and as respecting of the Passover, which had just which had just taken place. You know, they right. were following religious or they were following the order. I don't want like to use the word religion, but they were following the the, the natural traditions. They're the law. Okay, right. so she went to, she went to, and let me go back and read. It said, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary mm -hmm. to, to see the sepulchre. And behold, 
there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and, and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And mm-hmm. for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear ye not, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here. He is risen. And he said, Come and see the place where the Lord lay. See, so 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 he has already he has already been resurrected. So where they get this from about ah the Lord he died on Friday and rose up Sunday morning. Come on, now. <laughs> he's already gone Sunday, Sunday morning. Don't even add up. You know, if he had to stay in the grave, if he had to stay in the grave three days and three nights, the math don't even add up. That's All right, right, go ahead, sister. Read read what you have. Oh, I just wanted to say that um, we got to go back to the commandments. The fourth commandment of God says to remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. So how can you bypass all of that and and go to Saturday? But and in, go to Sunday. And Sunday, I'm sorry, and go to Sunday after the commandment of God tells us to to remember the Sabbath day. But uh, in, in Matthew 15 and 9, it says that, but in vain they do worship me, teaching mm-hmm. the doctrine the commandments of men. Of men. That's so right. we're they're following the commandments of men, the commandment of Constantine and the Pope. The Catholic Pope. The Catholic That's Pope. right. No, they're following those commandments of men. And the sad thing is, men and women of God, if I come to you and I ask you, brother, sister, why are you worshiping on Sunday? You can't even give me a theological answer. You can't even go in your Bible and say, hey, this is why I do what I do. When, when we have to stand on every word of God, that's the only thing, that's the only truth we had, and that's what you open up with, Yeshua. You open up with that the word of God is the only thing that we have to base the truth on. All right, go ahead, bro. Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Which is any time you need to show somebody the Sabbath in the New Testament, Hebrews the fourth chapter. Uh, really one through four. One, the whole fourth chapter is good. I'm gonna go to four though. For he spoke in a certain place. They talking about the Messiah, and they was talking to the Messiah, and he spoke on a first. On, he spoke in a certain place of the seventh day. On this wise, meaning exactly like this, and Elohim did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, he, if they shall enter into my rest. Seeing therefore it remains some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached, the children of Israel, entered not in because of unbelief. Again, he limited a certain day, saying in David to today, after so long a time, as it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Verse 8, for if Yahshua had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? Therefore remaineth, therefore remaineth, therefore remaineth, therefore a rest to the people of Elohim. For he has, for he that is entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works, as Elohim did from his. 
with the Elohim rest on the seventh day. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, that Sabbath rest, in case any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of Elohim is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and the mouth, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of them whom, with whom we have to do, seeing that we have a great high priest, hallelujah, Yahshua, that is passed to the heavens, Yahshua, the son of Elohim. Let us hold fast our profession. Hallelujah. All right, all right. we're down to our last few minutes. Uh, uh, Sister Catherine, can you share... Uh, in, in our last 90 seconds, can you share what you have? Yes. Uh, so there is no doubt that the Sabbath is considered to be on Saturday. This was the this this was what the Abraham followed Moses, nor all of the prophets of God worshipped on the Sabbath, which was on a Sunday. And they keep the Sabbath in and, heaven. Right. And, exactly. And they keep the Sabbath in heaven. So. You know, the bottom line, you know, for me is that you're either following the Sabbath or you're desecrating the Sabbath. And if you're desecrating on the Sabbath, then that is a sin against God. All right. Y'all, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth. We've come to the end of our broadcast. Man, we didn't even scratch the surface, but but we broke some chains. So, hey, hey, uh, but yes, I want to thank you for coming in. And uh, Sister Catherine, I want to thank you for coming in with this powerful broadcast. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And we're coming to you as we do every Sabbath day with nothing but the truth. Peace and blessing. Shalom, shalom. Shabbat shalom. Peace, brothers and sisters.